1: So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing an awesome message with you that's entitled, Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Something God wants every born-again believer to do, including me and you. All of us who are children of God have the awesome opportunity to have a close, intimate relationship with God Almighty. But unfortunately, not many of us have and enjoy a close, intimate relationship with Him like God wants it to be between Him and me and you is that there are things that can be done by each of us to increase the intimacy between God and us. There are pathways that the Bible tells us that each and every one of us can follow that'll help us to be able to get to the place where the close, intimate relationship with God that He desires to have with me and you is actually had by me and you. Let's learn about some of those pathways that'll help us to be able to get there, that is, to the more intimate relationship with God that He wants to have with us. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. See, the prayer consecration affords us the opportunity to both learn the will of God and to learn to do the will of God for our lives. To both learn the will of God, which is step one, and then to learn to do the will of God, which is step two. Because many of us have learned step one, but we ain't stepped into step two yet. Continue to pray. Because as you continue to pray, you'll be willing to line up in God's way. Doing the will of God is a learned behavior. There's a deep concept. Doing the will of God is a learned behavior. Ain't nothing spooky about doing the will of God. I know, I, know, I know you've been hanging out with a lot of these, you know, spooky Christians. Ooh, ooh. Well, you know, you just do the will of God. I just want to do the will of God. It just pops on you one day. No, baby, it don't pop on you. You have to open up to it and learn to do it. You have to open up to it and learn to do it. And unfortunately, most of the church of the living God right now is teaching people how to get what they want. Not what God wants. In fact, many of us even started with how we dress when we come to church. Talking about as, as preachers. Because now we've learned to be seeker friendly. We've learned to be able to adjust ourselves to match what the people want. We change our messages to match what you want. So that we can continue to train you that you always get what you want. But the church was never designed to teach the people to get what they want. The the, the church was designed to get people to line up with what God wants. Because when we line up with what he wants, you will receive what you want. And what you're going to get is going to be better than anything you ever wanted. Including what you have to do with your lives. Including what you do with your lives. The desire for your life, God's, God's desire for your life is greater than yours. God's plan for your life is greater than yours. Yours all right. Your, your plan is all right. It's all right, you know. It's, it's, it's all right. But it ain't as good as God's plan for your life. It's all right. Doing the will of God is a learned behavior. And that shouldn't be too difficult to comprehend, especially since not doing the will of God is also a learned behavior. Not doing the will of God is also a learned behavior. In fact, it's quiet as it's kept, we learn from an early age not to do the will of God. We learn from an early age not to do the will of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If we were brought to church, we were we were placed in a position where we wouldn't pay attention. Amen. as the children come in and get a nap, go to sleep and lean up, and you have them lean all up next to you and just go ahead and go to sleep, rather than wake them up and get them them used to hearing the word of God. If you did bring them to church, and they offer the children's church or the nursery like we offer, whereas they learn the will of God at an early age, we bring them in with the adults, whereas they don't pay attention so that we could teach them right off the bat not to pay attention to the word of God. We were trained at an early age not to do the will of God for our lives. We were trained in the midst of a world system, school system, economic system that taught us the opposite of doing the will of God. And then when you step up in the middle of church, they continued your training and taught you not to do the will of God. That whatever you want is what you go after, you know. Whatever you desire is what you go after. Devil is a lie. We've been systematically and methodically taught by this world system to not know, to not seek and to not do the will of God for our lives. Systematically taught this. That when, that, that, that when kids is growing up in school, they are never taught, unless they're in a straight up Christian school, never taught seek the will of God for your life. Never. Never. They'll have you take tests to be able to figure out what, you, what, what, your, what your gift is, what your skill is, what your, what your ability is, and all that kind of stuff. You know, And, and, and they teach you all that, praise God. You know, I see you pretty good in math, so maybe you ought to go into this. You know, I see you pretty good at talking, so maybe you ought to go into this. I see you pretty good with your hands, you ought to go in this. But nobody says, I perceive that this is what God has for your life. Or seek, to seek God and pray and ask him what he has to do with your life. Most of us get excited about where our kids go to school based upon what we think is cool not based upon the will of God for our lives, for their lives. We want them to go to a school we think is prestigious, a school that we think is honorable, a school that we think is good, in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a profession that we think is good. But we don't teach them to seek the will of God for their lives. I'm about to set up a whole new thing here in this church, praise God. It's coming later on down the line, praise God, where from the time that they hit junior high school on up, we, we, we're going to be having uh, 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 little seminars That's going to be teaching them about what to do with their lives, and included in that is going to be laced all in it. Do the will of God for your life. We're going to train them from an early age. Do the will of God for your life. Do the will of God for your life. That's what they're going to hear year after year. Do the will of God for your life. So by the time they graduate, they'll step straight into the will of God for their lives. Because if the truth is anywhere near told, most of us give up decades of our lives before we finally figure out to get to do the will of God for our lives. We get educations that we ain't going to use because it's not tied to the will of God for our lives. We get training that we ain't going to use because it ain't tied to the will of God for our lives. It's tied to money, which is our other little G God, the one that we're trained to follow, the one that we're trained to go after. Because you even trained then, money is the thing that you first look at to determine what you're going to do. But the devil is a liar. Our job is to be able to seek the will of God for our lives. What did God put on this on, on earth to do? What did it, what, what did? Why did he create you? Why did he have you born at this time, such a time as this? Why did he deliver you from Satan's fist? That ought to be what's on our hearts and on our mind at all the time. So that we can fulfill the will of him who died for me and you so that we can be able to do what it is he put us on this earth to do and begin to desire that for our lives. Turn to Matthew chapter six, please. Come on, have an ear to hear what the Lord's gonna say to you. Matthew, because he's doing the will of God is a learned behavior. Matthew chapter six. Of course, Jesus' disciples had came to him after seeing him do some awesome stuff and they wanted to do that stuff too. They saw Jesus healing folk and they wanted to do that stuff too because most of us do what we want to do because we see somebody else do. Most of us do what we want to do and want what we want because what we see somebody else do. Don't look at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. Half of y'all got the hairdo that you saw somebody else have. Another half of you tried to have it but it just wouldn't work. Praise God, amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You put rings in places because you saw them in somebody else's faces. You tattooed your body because you saw somebody else tattoo their body. Don't get mad at me while I teach real good. We do what we do because we see somebody else do. But even then, Jesus was saying, no, that's not why you do what you do. They came to Jesus and said, yo, I see you go in prayer all the time. That's probably what got you doing all this stuff. Can Teach us how to pray. Jesus said, verse 9, after this manner, therefore pray ye. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Automatically taking the focus off of you and putting it on him. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom way of doing things come. Thy will be done on earth, even as it is in heaven. Jesus taught the disciples, pray that the will of God be done on earth, even as it is in heaven, that the will of God be done on earth, even as it is in heaven. Not what you saw, not what you liked, not what you appreciated, not what you want, but the will of God be done on earth, even as it is in heaven. Why did Jesus have him pray that? Because that's what Jesus was doing. Jesus was doing the will of God. That's why all this stuff was happening. It wasn't because Jesus was so powerful in and of himself, although he was. But the reason why is because he was doing the will of his father and heaven was backing him up. Just like you want heaven backing you up in whatever you do. You want heaven backing you up. If you're supposed to be in business, you want heaven backing you up in business. If you're supposed to be a teacher, you want heaven backing you up while you teach. It. If you're supposed to be a preacher, you want heaven backing you up while you preach. You don't want to just be a preacher because everybody else was a preacher. You want to be a preacher because God put, because God, that's God's will of God for your life. If it's a doctor, be a doctor with all your heart. And do it the way God wants you to do. And let heaven back you up and do what you're supposed to do. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We want God's will to be done on your life. He said, he said, in fact, that's what you pray. Pray that your will be done on this earth. That's the consecration that Jesus prayed on a regular basis. Father, I want thy will to be done on the earth. And even when it got tight for him, hard for him, to even step into what God has in store for him, he went back in there and prayed and said, Father, not my will, but thy will be done on earth. Thy will be done on earth. Thy will be done on earth. See, that's our desire is that God's will be done on earth. See, if doing the will of God is automatic, then the only prayer necessary would be let the will of God be known on earth, even as it is in heaven. If doing the will of God was automatic, then, it, then the prayer would have been let thy will be known on all the earth. All we need to do is know it. But if the truth is anywhere near told, knowing it is just step one. Doing it is step two. Because if the truth is anywhere near told, once the will of God is known, most believers still don't do it. I tried I got so many mans over here, praise God. So maybe let me start talking to this side then, praise God. If the truth of God is anywhere near told, once the will of God is known, most folk don't do it. Most folk don't do it. That's why knowing the will of God for your life is not enough. You also need to receive what's necessary to do it. That's why God wants to be in you. And he wants to light something up on the inside of you that gets you to get up and do what it is he put you on earth to do. And that takes strength. That's why prayer is so important because prayer is what's going to give you the strength. Especially if if you, like many of us, went years deep going in the wrong direction when you find out what's the right direction and God say now drop that and go into what I've got for you. Turn that ship around and go in the right direction I got in store for you. That takes strength especially when your money tied up in what you was already doing. Your reputation is tied up what that's how you got your name. Everybody know you this way. And now you're about to drop that and go in another way? You done finally got comfortable in what you do. You done finally got halfway good at what you do. And now God telling you to drop that and go into something else? You need to pray. Because you're going to need some strength. Because everybody be I found out the will of God for you in my life. Now do it. Um, um,. Um, we get to ear arms. We get a bad case of the ear arms at that point. Because if truth is anywhere near told, once the will of God is known, most believers still don't do it. They procrastinate. The word procrastinate means to defer action, delay. We delay. God said, "Now you know my will. Do it." We'd be like, "We delay." It also means to put off until another time. We put off to another time. Pass. It's gonna be next year, my year, next year. Isn't that what you said last year? And then that what you're gonna keep on saying? Until you get the strength to do what God said to do. Till you get God's heart straight up on the inside of you. Well you at You know, you know You don't know nothing about you know how it is. You know They I said they I didn't say you I said they procrastinate I know what to do. Already been told. Already been showed. It's already been exposed. Got a revelation. Came to the altar with tears running down the eyes. <laughs> now it's time to step into what God said in store for you. We procrastinate. Put it off till later. Mm-hmm. They deliberate. They procrastinate and they deliberate. The word deliberate means to consider something deeply. <laughs> to think it over. And then over. And then over. And then over. We think it upside, right side, backside, side, 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 <laughs> the other side. <laughs> Come back next day. And then start thinking that thing again and again and again. And it's fascinating how we study so hard to do the will of God. Somebody say, "Come on over and have some chicken." We don't deliberate that. You're like what time? You know, we just we gone. Come on, let's go to the movies. Hey, I ain't got nothing doing. Let's go. Let's do this, man. It ain't number the word. But then here comes God's word. Hold on, I need to think about that. I, I need to cons- reconsider that. Amen. Study long. Study wrong. Come on, y'all know the deal. You study long, you study wrong. Because all you're doing is giving Satan more time to give you a reason why not to do the will of God so that he can re-trigger them handles on the inside of you or why you should not do. So he can show you some more natural things that stop you from stepping into the supernatural thing that God has in store for you. You got to learn to just step up and step out. Peter didn't study the water when God told him to step out and walk and come. And like, wait a minute, let me get the rhythm. <laughs> okay, the water's going that rhythm, and if I go the same rhythm, then it'll go, wait a minute, let me calculate, let me, let me figure, let me cipher, let me let's go because Jesus said come let's go because Jesus said come is anybody hearing me up in here they, they, they procrastinate they deliberate they repudiate they repudiate you know I got to show my education every once in a while they repudiate Word repudiate means to reject As having no authority or binding force. They reject the will of God as it has no authority or binding force. Like God ain't really Lord in your life. You know, Lord means supreme in authority. Lord means, in essence, the one who calls the shots. The one who says jump, and we jump. And figure out whether we jumped high enough later. But we jump first. The one that says move and we move. Standing out in the middle of the street and something coming at you. And your mama say, come now, get out the street. You ain't supposed to be like, well, well, why? (laughs) Under what authority are you speaking to me? (laughs) You're going to get your butt run over. A lot of folk reject. The word of God, like it has no authority. They reject what God say, like he has no authority in your life. Like there's no binding force whatsoever. The word repudiate also means to reject with disapproval or condemnation. We begin to even speak ill against the will of God. We'll eventually begin to speak ill against the will of God. That happens a lot of times. I don't Get used to it, praise God, because this church is a, is, 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 a, is a refiner's fire, praise God. This church is a refiner's fire. And you get up in here, praise God, you might run into some folk and with that, that, that don't, go, don't go here no more, praise God. But like, why? Why don't you go there no more? That pastor, he always talking about doing the will of God. He always, he always talking about, it don't take all that. I'm going to show you scripture. It don't take all that. I'm going to show you the word of God problem was is that they, they they recognized they wasn't doing what they were supposed to be doing instead of stepping up and doing what they're supposed to be doing. They ran away from it like a lot of you. I mean, a lot of others do. And then they'll turn around and speak against it as though it's wrong. Speaking against the word. This is the word that's right here. I'm going to walk you through the word. Same ain't Pastor Pearson's opinion. It's the word. The word of your father. The word of him who loved you enough to save you, deliver you, heal you, provide for you. Yes, now it's time to pay the piper. Does anybody hear me up in here? Yeah. They try to repudiate, they reject it with disapproval and condemnation. Like it's just so wrong. Oh, to do God's will. Oh. I repudiate that. They procrastinate, deliberate, repudiate, and then abdicate. And then abdicate. A-B-D-I-C-A-T-E. Abdicate. Word abdicate means to renounce or relinquish a right, claim, or responsibility. It's to renounce or relinquish a right, a claim, or a responsibility. It is our God-given right to do what God wants us to do. It is our God-given responsibility to do what God told us to do. We get all excited about what God gives to us, but to him who much is given. Come on, walk with me for a second. To him who much is given. Much is what? Much is what? Much is what? Where'd you get that from? The word of God. And you've been given much and God is blessing you with much more. But if we don't do it, we then abdicate. The word abdicate also means abandon. Yeah. We abandon the will of God. Leave it over on the side of the road as we go on someplace else. We abandon the will of God. <laughs> we just leave it over on the side someplace while we go do something else. They, 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 they procrastinate, deliberate, repudiate, abdicate. In fact, they bow to everything else that they consider great. That thing in body. They consider great. Well, you got to understand (laughs) my wife. You got to understand (laughs) my husband. You got to understand (laughs) my kids. You got to understand (laughs) my goldfish will miss me. You got to understand. I usually pet my, 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 my puppy about that time. Everything else that we consider greater than God at a time. They do everything to escape doing the will of God. That's other folk though, that ain't you. Because our prayers, Lord, thy will be done on earth. Even as it is in heaven. He had them pray that. See, a lot of us pray that, but we pray that for everybody else. Oh, you are gonna, you, you believe you've got to do the will of God? I'm going to pray for you. What about when you find out about the will of God for your life? Don't you want to pray for you too? Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing what the Word of God says about the increased intimacy that God wants to have with us. I hope even more that you're seeing the importance of doing what needs to be done to have increased intimacy with God like He wants to have with me and you. Because if you do what needs to be done, then you'll follow the pathways to increased intimacy that God's Word lays out for us so that God can get what He wants that is, an increased intimacy between Him and us. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210 7859 That's Erico code 210 7859 Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassett Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always the best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassett Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's open. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee you, it'll be a blessing to you when you do. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing work we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.
0: Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells.